0: The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 21st of October. In your squeeze today, Joko Widodo's inauguration, Brexit's big weekend, Australia's sporting woes, and Megan on the pressure of being a royal. This is your squeeze today. Starting in Indonesia, where Prime Minister Scott Morrison is, he's there attending the inauguration of President Joko Widodo. That'll mark the start of his second term in office. Scott Morrison has also met with the Indonesian president. What did they chat about?
1: The classic hits that world leaders always talk about when they meet: national security and trade. Uh, those couple of things were very high on the agenda, particularly a free trade agreement, which has been inked between our country and it's now making its way through our respective parliaments. That's going to be something that comes up for us here in Australia this week. Uh, Labor has actually had a bit of an issue with looking at some of those free trade agreements, but has just in the last couple of days agreed to wave it through.
0: Scott Morrison's also said that he raised with Widodo the treatment of people in West Papua.
1: It's an issue for Indonesia. There's been a few uh, simmering pots on their, on their stovetop in the last few months. But what's happened in West Papua is certainly of note to Australians given our proximity to West Papua. Uh, you might remember it was a few months ago that there have been quite significant uprisings there. Scott Morrison was asked yesterday about um, whether he raised that. He said that he did, uh, particularly around the sort of racism and uh, accusations of police violence against them Uh, and didn't really have much more to add other than that it was an issue for them to sort out.
0: West Papua's push for independence from Indonesia is something that might require a bit of context. We've got a shortcut out on that this morning. So when you're reading about what's happening there right on Australia's doorstep, as you say, you'll know what's going down. To the UK, and last week saw Boris Johnson get an agreement from the EU on his plan for
1: Brexit. He wasn't so successful, though, when it came to securing support from the UK Parliament. There weren't too many surprises there. It was always going to be a big ask for Boris Johnson to get that deal through the UK Parliament, given there's quite a significant deficit in numbers that he holds on his side. There's still a process to go with that. Boris Johnson has written to the uh, European Union, as he was required to do, to request another time extension, he sent two letters, one asking for it, the other one saying look, I have to ask for it, but I don't really want it and you should knock it back. And he only signed the second one of those. (laughs) He only signed the one that he genuinely could put his name to, uh, hand on heart. We go into this week uh, wondering how this will resolve. We've only got a few days, of course, until that Brexit date of the 31st of October. It'll head back into Parliament this week, although there's some issues around that. Likely it'll go to the courts.
0: We will see. Last week, Turkey made an agreement with the US which would give the Syrian Kurds five days to retreat from a 30-kilometre buffer zone
1: along the Syrian border. How's that agreement playing out in practice? There's been a lot of rub between uh, both the Kurds and Turkey over that deal. Both say that the other has violated the deal. Uh, Also, yesterday, Turkey's President Erdogan made some very strong statements saying that they need to get out of there and if they don't, they will crush the terrorist's Heads, uh, referring to the Kurds there. Uh, Erdogan heads off to uh, Russia this week to talk to Vladimir Putin. Putin's involved in this, of course, because he backs the Syrian troops and they've made their way north to help uh, the Kurds get out of there. Uh, It'll be another rough week by the looks of things.
0: Yeah, the Syrian troops, not the Syrian Kurds, just to be very clear. And at the risk of sounding like a broken record, we also have a shortcut out on the situation in northern Syria. Again, it'll mean when you read or hear about what's going on, you'll have a bit of a deeper understanding. The House of Representatives sits again this week. It'll be tough for our pollies to ignore the Your Right to Know campaign, which is a a joint call by our major media outlets for greater press freedom.
1: Yeah, it's plastered all over most of the country's front pages this morning. It's a campaign that they're running, of course, in the wake of some police raids on the ABC and also on a News Corp journalist. Uh, It's a long running campaign, though, that they've had for some time with their concerns over the laws around those sorts of things. And how about travelling direct from New York to Sydney in just under 20 hours? I think if you're looking to get to New York from Australia, that sounds fantastic. It's a 19 uh, plus hour flight. The trial that ran over the weekend from New York back to Sydney did it in 19 hours and 42 minutes. They did a lot of research on those 49 passengers and crew who were on board. It was the world's longest nonstop flight made by a commercial airliner.
0: So is there plans to actually launch the flight or is it sort of just a test?
1: No, that's the plan. And certainly Qantas have been quite clear that that's a route that they'd really like to put into their commercial agenda. There you go.
0: And Sydney's most expensive residence sold yesterday for 140. Million dollars.
1: It isn't even built yet. Isn't even built yet. It's uh, on if you're a Sydney cider in the Barangaroo sort of area in a new development that's going up there. Uh, that price smashed the record in Australia. The previous record was held by the property bought by uh, Atlassian co founder Mike Cannon Brooks. He bought a property in Vaucluse for a hundred million dollars. So, 140 mil, it's a big price tag. It's actually Australia's
0: most expensive residence.
1: Indeed, wow, it not is. not just Sydney's,
0: there you go. Oh no,
1: no, 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 it's a big price. Big, big, big.
0: Not a great weekend for Aussies in sport. First up, we're out of the Rugby World Cup going down to England
1: 40 to 16. It was a big score deficit, that's for sure. I did watch that game as promised. Uh, We just didn't have exactly the same kind of tenacity as the English. And it was a sad thing to see Michael Checker, their coach, who was under immediate pressure to stand down, as he said he would, if they'd lost uh, in, in a bad way. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. He's announced that he's going And the fairy tale ended for Japan as well. They went down last night to South
0: Africa. I'm on the uh, Wales
1: train now. Let's go You're on the Wales Wales. train? Yeah, Yeah. winning
0: by one one point. Amazing. The remaining teams are now New Zealand, England, South Africa and Wales. And in the third match of the Constellation Cup, our netballers lost to New Zealand by one goal. It's always close. That series is now 2-1 to to New Zealand with the final game in Perth on Sunday. A quick message now from Australian Mushrooms with some great reasons to ensure you're adding mushrooms into your daily diet. One, they're delicious, but they're also low in fat and sodium as well as being the only non-animal source of vitamin D, which means they're really good for you. One other good reason to always have mushrooms in the fridge is because they're so easy to prepare. Just give them a quick wipe, chop them up, add them to whatever meal you're cooking, whether it's it's nachos, pasta bake, sanchoi bow. For more mushroom dishes, head to australianmushrooms.com. They have heaps of great recipes to try. You can find that link in your episode notes also. And the full episode of an ITV program on Meghan and Harry's recent trip to Africa airs this morning. A clip released over the weekend, Claire, shows Meghan talking about how she's
1: coping with media scrutiny since becoming a royal. It's just heartbreaking. I think you have to have a pretty hard heart not to feel for Megan. She was looking very upset and really vulnerable, uh, talking about how the pressure has affected her, particularly as a pregnant woman and now a new mother. Um, She also thanked the reporter for asking how she was, saying that not many people have asked if she's okay. Just really sad. Pretty raw stuff.
0: Um, and our subject line today is Stand By You by the Pretenders um, speaking to exactly that story. That's all from us this morning. Have a great start to your week. If you like the Squeeze Today podcast, be great if you could leave us a review and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more.